At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one, with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non toxic, non flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. Today I Googled the HVAC Know-It-All podcast, and surprise, surprise, this was pretty fucking cool, to be honest with you. It's on page one of Google. Page one of Google, when you Google HVAC podcast. That is incredible to me. Now, I'm a little bit nasally today, and sometimes, you know what? Sometimes I'm just nasally in general because I have a lot of allergies, so bear with me on that. But listen, the reason why it's number one, or it's on page one of Google, is because of everybody that listens and downloads the podcast. You guys are awesome. You guys are amazing. And I, I couldn't have done any of this without you guys listening. Because if I had 10 people listening to each podcast, it would be a little bit discouraging, to say the least. But the thing that baffles my mind is this. I've been listening to podcasts um, recently. Not, not anything to do with HVAC. But podcasts of interest to me because I do so much HVAC stuff at work, online, podcast, website, that I need a break from it sometimes and I listen to other stuff. So, and I listen to these podcasts, they've got like professionally done intros, they've got music, they've got um, professionally done advertisements. I don't have any of that stuff. I know I talk about my sponsors myself, but I don't have any editing. You can tell there's editing in these podcasts I listen to. So I don't edit anything. I don't add anything professionally done. I don't add music. And the reason is I don't have the time to do it. I really don't. These podcasts that I do are done on the go mobile or they're done at 9.30 at night when I go out to my truck when I'm bombed already from being so tired and I have interviews with people and they're tired as well. And I got to thank the guests from coming on for coming on at 9.30 at night or 9 o'clock at night and talking to me for half an hour. I really, really appreciate that. So it baffles my mind that I do no editing. It's completely raw. And I've landed on page one of Google for HVAC podcast. Now, I know there's not that many of them out there. I know there's, there's a handful, 10 to 15, I think. So landing on page one is a real accomplishment in my mind for me. So thank you guys very much for participating, for downloading and listening. I guess that means you're enjoying the content. So that makes me feel like this is all worth it. So on today's podcast, what I wanted to talk about was the mindset of a tech when they're driving to a service call. There's three different mindsets, in my opinion. There's the mindset of the green apprentice. There's the mindset of 
the tech that knows enough to be dangerous. And then there's the mindset of the seasoned veteran. I've been through all through I've been through all three stages. All three. Guess which one I'm at now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Because I've been through the other two stages, the first two, getting to the third stage is really difficult. But getting to the third stage, it's all to do with confidence. And the, the only reason you get confidence is to go through the motions. It's to break things. It's to learn. It's to read. It's to feed your mind. Because if you're not feeding your mind the trade that you're in, you're not going to learn. Sometimes that means opening up a book at 9 o'clock at night or on a weekend. Or farting around with something you shouldn't be touching. I played with a lot of stuff I shouldn't have touched. And I could have caused disasters. But I learned through the whole thing. So let's, let's talk about those three mindsets approaching a service call on this podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. This is the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. Mindset number one, the green apprentice. Well, the green apprentice really, really, really doesn't know anything about HVAC. Maybe they went to pre-apprenticeship school and they have some book knowledge and maybe they did some shop class. Maybe. But guess what? I did all of that. And when I got thrown into a truck and said, go do this. I was lost, completely lost. I felt like a lost puppy driving around in that truck looking for its home. I didn't know where to begin because I didn't know what the starting point was of anything. And I found that when I was a real green apprentice, Nobody wanted to, to help me or talk. Nobody even wanted to talk to me. It, it, was, it was a very difficult place to be in. It was like the, the new guy. You're, you're the new guy at school and all the kids kind of stare at you and you sit in the corner. And it takes a while for you to get comfortable in your surrounding. Then maybe, maybe one kid will walk over and say, hey, my name is Johnny. And you make a friend. That, that's the way I felt. I felt lost. So driving to a service call, I had that lost feeling. Knocking on someone's door, because when I first started in the trade, I did a little bit of resident, residential. So knocking on someone's door, and they walked out. It's their home. They're paying for me to be there. I felt like a fraud. Like, why am I even here? Why am I here by myself? I don't even know how to fix anything. So I don't really remember those residential days too well. I kind of, I think my mind has kind of dismissed them. <laughs> my mind has suppressed those days. I hated them with a passion. I broke a lady's window carrying down a gas pipe in her basement. And 
she lost it on me and that was it i hate i hated residential but when i got into commercial it was it was the same thing i joined up with a commercial company i'm still with that same company today believe it or not that was 18 years ago almost 19 years ago so when i first joined the company i, I had that same lost feeling i felt like nobody wanted to talk to me or help me it took a while to make friends and create sort of alliances if you will but when they would when the company would get busy and there wasn't people available to go on service calls because everybody was was busy on their own on their own jobs well hey I, I work there why not call me and send me on a service call right so driving out to a service call anxious very anxious sitting in the in the driver's seat, rocking back and forth, feeling like my heart was going to pump out of my chest. I remember having a tape deck in my truck, and I would bring tapes with relaxing music and play them as I drove to try to calm me down, because I didn't know what I would, what I would, what I was getting myself into. And I've talked about my boss before on the podcast, calling him after an hour of being there and not having any answers for him i could i could imagine how frustrating that would be for him as a business owner but it was petrifying for me so that that's mindset one is being anxious because you don't know anything you don't know what you're going to get yourself into you don't even really know how to be safe because no one's taught you that yet and it's unfortunate and if you've been through that same loneliness that lost puppy kind of feeling like the new kid in class, I'm with you because I've been there. I remember coming back to the shop at the end of the day and all the senior techs would be talking and I'd stand there and just kind of listen, trying to learn stuff. And I would say something and they just all kind of stare at me and then go back to their conversation. Like, how would that make a person feel? It makes you feel like shit. So the next time I got in my truck and I started driving to that service call, I'm like, man, nobody in this company wants to help me. doesn't appear like anybody likes me or even wants to talk to me. And I don't know what I'm doing. So the mindset of the green apprentice is, is anxious, is anxiousness. And it's fear. Because they don't know what they're doing or what they're getting themselves into. So, what I would say to you, if you're in that state, is try to find a mentor in your company if you can. It's not always easy to do that. Try to find somebody that will help you when you need it and will back you up if you give them a shout or maybe even come out to site and help you because everybody needs a mentor. If you don't have a mentor that guides you along, you're going to be lost. This podcast is sponsored by the Testo 316-3 electronic leak detector. Badass leak detector. Hasn't been a leak I haven't found yet. My hand is raised. I speak the truth. The whole truth. Nothing but the truth. The Yellow Jacket digital torque wrench. It's all the rage these days to be putting in ductless splits, VRVs, VRFs, whatever you call them. 
lots of flares to tighten. The manual tells you at what torque to tighten that flare. Use the yellow jacket digital torque wrench to make sure that flare nut is tightened to spec. Refrigeration technology's wet rag. Every heat sensitive device has a temperature at which it will go kaput. Who's, who's raised in a TX valve and it wouldn't work because they heated the shit out of it? I have. Wet rag will protect your heat sensitive devices like no tomorrow. It's like a putty. You mold it around the heat sensitive device while you're brazing. It will protect it from that heat. Armstrong. Armstrong's bringing us into the future with IoT cloud cloud based analytics from pumps. The design envelope pump has a controller mounted right to it. We can get all this stuff from the cloud. We can access information without having it hardwired into a network. You want more information on that? Go to Armstrong Fluid Technology. Com. Field Pulse. Field Pulse is also bringing us into the future of paperless organization. Papers, papers drive me nuts. My kids come home with papers every day from school and they pile up. Why can't these teachers email everything to you? I don't get it. Same in an office. Papers piling up. Get off the paper. Get off the paper and go paperless with Field Pulse. Their 14-day free trial will help you get started with that. And True Tech Tools, obviously, you guys can save eight percent on all your purchases by using promo code Know It All. Go to TrueTechTools.com. Check out their tool selection, which is very, very big, by the way. Pick something that you like that you need, and save eight percent, excluding Fluke and Fleer. If you guys want Testo preferred pricing, hit up HVACKNOWITALL.COM, click on the TrueTech Tools logo, answer the two questions, and when you sign into your TrueTech Tools account, you will see preferred pricing for Testo products automatically. Mind state number two. Mind state number two is the best. You know why it's the best? Because it entertains me the most. I always get into arguments with techs in mind state number two. Always, 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 because I always say, why? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Why are you saying it's the condenser fan mode? Because techs in this mind state, they know enough to be dangerous. They can fix simple things. They can diagnose a bad compressor, change a blower motor, clean coils, put filters in the right way. They can do all that stuff. But the thing is, they get overconfident in their abilities, all right, and they gain a bit of a cockiness. So on the way to a service call, no cooling call, they'll say, well, it's got to be the condenser fan motor, because the last 10 service calls they went on was the condenser fan motor. And I would say, why is it the condenser fan motor? Well, I don't know. I just think it is. But why? Why would you say why would you even say that? Because you know what that does? When you create a scenario in your mind, that leads you directly to that condenser fan motor when you get to that service call. 
So now you're looking at condenser fan motor problems. But it might not be a condenser fan motor at all because you didn't start at the beginning of the troubleshooting process. I'll give you an example of one thing that burns techs constantly, and I've seen it for years. They go to a no heating call. Venter motor's dead. Okay, I need a new venter motor. Go get one. Tell the customer. Quote the customer. Venter motor goes in, still doesn't fire up. Now the customer thinks for a thousand bucks, new vendor motor and labor, they're going to have heat. Well, it kind of sucks when you got to go back and say, hey, well, there's more shit wrong with your unit. Well, there's ways to get past that and alleviate that problem. For instance, vendor motor will have a centrifugal switch usually or an air proving switch. Now, it's probably in your best interest to bypass that during your service call. During your troubleshooting process, shut the gas off and make sure that your board, your ignition board, is even going to throw out a spark. If you don't do that, how are you going to know when you come back with that ignition module or that, sorry, that venter motor, that that ignition module is going to give you a spark? You have no idea. How do you know your gas valve is going to open? You don't. So there's ways to alleviate alleviate that too. With your gas closed, your gas valve closed, main gas valve at the unit, take 24 volts from the source and put it right to your gas valve and make sure it clicks open. You can test those two things. That's just an example. And many techs have gone and changed the venter motor and not checked those things, go back, and guess what? The unit's still not working. Hey, customer. We need to get you an ignition board and possibly a gas valve. Now it's going to cost you another thousand bucks. Now the customer's pissed. That is the mindset of this tech. Knows enough to be dangerous. Knows enough to troubleshoot things, but doesn't know enough or doesn't have the confidence to take things further and verify that what they're doing is the right thing. So the well-seasoned veteran tech, the mindset of that tech is where you want to be at. I posted a meme last, uh, last month, maybe a couple of months ago, and I talked to Ariel about it. We had a laugh about it on the last podcast about the body types of the helper, the installer, the lead installer, and the super tech, and the super tech was this big fat head. Okay, that, that's kind of the physical um, adaptation of, of what people think these, these people look like. But what I'm talking about here is not physical. It's, it's a mental thing. It's a confidence thing. Now, a well-seasoned tech that's confident is not cocky anymore. They used to be cocky in most cases. But that cockiness, they got the shit kicked out of them by being cocky, by getting burned too many times. So that cockiness was, was kind of uh, exercised out of them, if you will, for lack of a better term. So they've gotten to a point where they are confident in their abilities and they think that nobody can touch them. 
they have the feeling that they're the best. Because confidence is all about believing you're the best. As you approach something, I'm the best at this. And that's not cockiness. To think you're the best at something or to believe you're the best at something, that's not cockiness. That's called believing in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to go anywhere. You have to have self-belief. And with self-belief comes confidence. My dad always told me that when, when I played soccer. When you walk out onto the soccer field, believe you're the best player on the field. Maybe to the, the, uh, the eyes watching from the outside, you might not be the best. But if you believe you're the best, you'll be confident. And it, and it will show, right? That will show to everybody around that's paying attention. So that equates to the customer. So me playing soccer on the field and being confident and spectators watching is like me being a tech walking into a building and the customer noticing how confident I am in my approach. If I'm not confident, they're going to have second thoughts about me even working on their equipment. So the cockiness, they've got their ass kicked, it's gone. They're confident. When they get into the, the truck to drive to the next service call, guess what? They're not rocking back and forth. They're not going through scenarios of what might be wrong with the machine. They are relaxing. They're listening to the radio, drinking a coffee, a tea, bottle of water. They're listening to the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. And they're chilling. When they get to the site, then they'll figure out what's wrong. They'll start from scratch and go through it. And they don't care if the call is to a two-ton residential unit or a 150-ton chiller. They don't care. Because the confidence within them, they know that they're going to fix that unit. They're going to find the problem. They're going to make the customer happy. The only trap that you don't want to fall back into, and you got to be careful of this, once you get through the first two stages and you become that well-seasoned, confident tech, you don't want to let yourself get cocky again. That could be a fourth stage. And actually, when I think about it, I've met techs in their 50s that are cocky. But maybe, just maybe, they're stuck in stage two mindset. Maybe they haven't gotten past that yet. Until you work with them enough and get to know them, you're not going to know that. But it's a potential, it's a possibility for you to go stage one, stage two, stage three, get there and fuck it all up by going back to being a cocky tech that thinks they know everything, doesn't open a book, doesn't read a manual before they install something. And is ignorant to information. So guys, you want to get to that seasoned veteran tech mindset. Because when you're in that mindset, you're calm, you're cool, you're collective. You get a service call, you can go through the, the drive through and grab a coffee. Don't grab a Big Mac. You can go get a haircut. God damn, I don't know how many times. Shh, don't tell anybody that I've gotten a service call and I've been beside the, the barber and I'm like, you know what? I need a haircut. I'm going in there. And the reason I can do that is because nine times out of 10, now sometimes this can come back and slap you in the ass if it's a Friday afternoon, but nine times out of, out of 10, 
I know, okay, when I get to site, I'll probably have this figured out within an hour. If it takes me more than an hour, then it's a really fucked up problem. But if it's one o'clock on a Friday, yeah, I'm going to go get a haircut, go get a haircut, then go to the call. And then it turns out to be some disastrous issue. And I'm there till six, seven o'clock. I'm like, man, I shouldn't have got, shouldn't have gotten that haircut. I should have just went to the call. But that's, all I'm saying is the, the, the mind state that you're in. You're, you're confident enough to go grab a coffee, relax on the drive, think about other things because you know that you're going to diagnose that problem and you, and you know you're going to fix the problem for the customer. All right, so get to that point, guys. That's where you want to be, but it's going to take work. It really will. And if you don't do the work, if you don't put in the work, you're not going to get to that point. So strive. Strive to get to the mindset of the well-seasoned tech. So guys, in closing of this podcast, we, um, we touched on the mindsets of three different levels of tech. You want to get to that place of seasoned tech. We all do. If you don't want to get to that seasoned level of tech and you just want to stay status quo, then maybe you should think about doing something else. Or maybe you should think about slapping yourself on the ass with some sort of motivational coach. Now, you don't need to do that. You don't have to go to somebody and pay them to talk to them. But it's a good idea sometimes. If you feel like you're in a rut, maybe go talk to somebody about it. I've done this in the past. I had an issue with, with my health anxiety. I don't know why, but I've always been one of those guys that think there's something wrong with me. Because my dad just went through colon cancer, all right? He was diagnosed about eight months ago, and he, he went through the chemo, and re they removed the tumor, and, and he's good now. So that, that makes me very happy. But during that time, I had a lot of health anxiety. So I, I went and spoke to the doctor and I went and spoke to a therapist about it. And you know what? I feel so much better about myself. I have no anxiety anymore. So if you guys are in a rut, you guys feel unmotivated, you guys have anxiety about different things um, that, are, that are causing you not to, to, to get to that next level, sometimes it's a good idea to go talk to somebody. Um, but if you can't afford it, you don't have benefits and stuff like that. Guess what? There's all kinds of motivational stuff online. There's motivational podcasts. And I'm going to tell you right now, Tony Robbins, I've always heard about the guy coaching athletes that are having issues before a big game. He coaches CEOs of companies personally, one-on-one. -on -one. He does seminars in front of thousands of people. He does 50-hour seminars. This is incredible. And he keeps people engaged. And I've watched some of his YouTube videos, helping couples, helping uh, people with suicidal thoughts. The guy is incredibly motivational, right? And when you watch this stuff, you see people with problems bigger than yours, and you see what he brings out of them. So I highly recommend... Go to watch some of Tony Robbins' YouTube videos. And it doesn't matter what it is. Even if you're not having relationship problems 
with your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Watching a video of him helping a couple come back together, it's inspiring. It really, really is. And you will learn a lot about different things because he teaches people how to look into themselves, how to get the best out of them. So, guys, check that out. It's really, really cool, really, really good stuff. If you guys feel you want to get to the next level in your life mentally. Um, one thing I don't do enough, though, guys, is talk about the platforms that, that I have um, going on. Some of you guys might just listen to the podcast. That's fine. Some of you guys might follow me on Instagram, but I have an Instagram account. It's growing pretty quickly in the last three or four months. We've, I've almost got about 8,000 followers, HVAC know-it-all. I have two Facebook groups. I've got an open Facebook group. The open Facebook group is called HVAC know-it-all. The closed Facebook group where you have to actually ask for an invite is called My HVAC Hub powered by HVAC know-it-all and it's a good group if you guys have a question ask your question in that group post some pictures and you might get help you might get the right answers you're looking for I once had a question about a ductless split the alarm code on it and I had no idea what it was there was no manual on site I called tech support left a message I asked the question in the meantime on my HVAC hub and I had the answer by like four or five different people. I think I even had a PDF link to the actual manual within about five minutes. It was absolutely incredible. Okay, I got my, my site, hvacknowitall.com. I got the blog section, the tip section. I got my wall of fame up there. And I'm trying to add, and it, it's hard to add articles. I've added articles over the last, few months but not not as many as i have in the winter time in the winter time it's easier to write articles and and get them get articles together and post because stuck in the house the winter the summertime i've been trying to enjoy it with the the kids at the trailer and stuff like that but i've got guest bloggers on there quite a few of them that have helped me out thank you very much guys so there's a lot of good articles on there hvac knowitall.com there's uh there's links um, to the podcast, Instagram and Facebook on there. There's links to my YouTube channel. I don't do a lot on YouTube. Maybe I'll start doing more in the future. But that's kind of the platform that I pay the least attention to. I'm not really sure why that is. But that's there as well. Some of my older videos, I was experimenting with music and different uh, filters and stuff. And the music was too loud. I know that. But I just left them up there anyway. Um, and my old phone that I was using was a Sonom. And the quality of sound was terrible on it. So my videos now, I have a different phone. The quality is, is a lot better. The last five or six videos, I think, was done with my new phone. Um, so those are my platforms, guys. So check them out. Um, I'm trying to grow this thing into something really, really big, something really, really positive that everybody can benefit from. And this is a community thing. If you guys have an idea... For an article and you want to write it, you're more than welcome to. If you think you can handle writing an article and you think you can handle giving information that everybody can learn from that's valid and relevant, hit me up. Send me something. We'll talk. We can get it published on the website. And if you got pictures, if you got questions, get them on to the Facebook pages. I can repost on the open page. Or you can do it yourself in the closed group.
You guys have an awesome day. Stay safe and happy HVACing.